0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World?
0: My name is Quincy, and this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Call over here on your show. So awesome to be cool. here with you and all your listeners. Cool. Okay, I ain't telling you, don't screw. Screw and cool. cool. Oh my goodness. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what i mean. saying. You know, we need more shows like cool. this because people need as to much relationship help cool. Cool. out here as they can get. Cool.
2: Cool. I was told. I'm but I'm not anti
0: I know the value of a good man. Does that make sense? I like that. I'm going to say that if you want What's going on, miss?
2: What up, what up? Hey Q, hey everybody. Hey
0: Q, how are you? You ain't laying it down. I bring sun and light in every single time. Wow.
2: Yeah.
1: Edit. What's going on, people? All right, I want to welcome all of you to another edition of the Talk to Q radio show. My name is Quincy and this is my show. And tonight we will discuss uh, just some things about extreme climates, you know, hot summers, cold winters. We'll also get crystallized and discuss trending and current topics. And uh, whatever else comes up, we'll get into a few other things before the show ends. But uh, for those of you who may be new to T2Q, let me explain how all of this works. This show is a platform for you, the callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers. All of you have the opportunity to voice, chat, or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit 1 on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 712 starts right after a few words from some of my supporters.
0: SFX Valley is now your source for free unique sound effects, music, and scores to use in your videos, commercials, and movies. No more complicated contracts and licensing agreements. Just access our library. All we ask for in return is to let your audience know we're here. SFX Valley. Time to hear the difference.
2: Find us on YouTube. Listen to The Crystal Show for celebrity gossip, amazing interviews, musical guests, and the most fun to be had on internet radio. Check out the past and new podcast at thecrystalshow.com. I go on and on. Can't understand how I last so long. I must have the superpowers.
0: Last 223,000 hours.
1: All right. My thanks to... SFX Valley, find them on YouTube, uh, they are the official sponsor of the Talk to Q Radio show, and my thanks to thecrystalshow.com for being down by law 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q Radio show to the phone lines oh, I baby. go the a 517 a area code you wish outskirts of the Motor City right you're welcome on the
2: author, nervous, the show host, and show legend, Chris. What's going on, Chris?
1: Never you could have it.
2: You Thank you, how are you?
1: I am doing well, how's everything going on your end?
2: That's fine, I won't complain
1: Very good, very good, okay Just me and you to start things off, so we'll go ahead and kick things off First thing I wanted to... Uh, Well, you know what? Maybe I should wait until after we get crystallized to make sure that it's not something you may be covering. So, um, okay, time for some trending topics as we get crystallized.
2: It's time to get crystallized. Okay, and welcome everybody, and um, first of all, I'd like to say it has been an amazing week of lots of stuff going on, so make sure you go over to net to check it out. But tonight, we're going to be talking about a couple of topics that have been one that has really been hitting the airwaves the last few days, but I wanted to start off with some good news, Um, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, first of all, his song Humble is amazing. I totally love it. And if you haven't uh-huh. heard it, I don't know where you've been, but it's amazing. Nice. Um, I also like his, um, the video, to Humble, which is actually really good. It has some interesting um, effects in there that, I, that I, you, know, you don't see a lot of in videos. And it looks like they took a little time to actually work on creativity when it came to the video, which I appreciate a lot of people don't do anymore. They just stand in front of a camera and pretend they're at a concert or something. Totally boring. Um, but what he did, uh, there's a kind of a super fan of his. Uh, her name is Jennifer Phillips, and she has basically traveled with him. Uh, well, not with him, but you know, to see his his concerts and everything in Texas. But he also he, he met her and then realized that she had a GoFundMe page um, because she's quadriplegic and she's, which means of course she's in a wheelchair she's trying to get a van um, mm-hmm. you know and everything so she, was, she had this page in order to help her get her van modified so she can utilize it and be you know have freedom and mobility um, he learned about it and she had like $4,000 left in order to get what you know get to her goal So he paid for it, and he got her the van, he got her, he got it all, you know, tricked out for hers, you know, so she can get her wheelchair in there, just everything. It was just a beautiful, you know, thing for him to do. And, you know, he took it to her personally, and it was was just so cool. You know, everybody kind of ragged on him for being, you know, financially conscious (laughs) and getting his sister a car that was not a Mercedes or some stupid crap like that. Um, to right. get her a sensible car But um, But he did another sensible thing Which is helping out one of his fans And um, just being there For her So which I think was great So if nothing else Listen to the words of Humble And maybe some of these celebrities Can learn something
1: I think it's pretty cool that um, You have some celebrities Especially one of his magnitude who still recognize that right. there are other people in the world. You know. Right. I mean, and I just so. think that's
2: amazing. I mean, you know there's there's just not that many and I know there are plenty of of um celebrities who do have their own foundations and they do wonderful things within their hometowns or whatever. And that's great and and we always want to hear about that. So, when we do hear about good news, my hashtag good news um, I always like to post that, so that's kind of my new thing, is finding good news and posting it on my Twitter page and all that kind of stuff. Um, and definitely, of course, on net and the celebrities do so. Speaking of not so much good news, but interesting news, um, R. Kelly. Uh. He has been talked about for the last several days. Um, well, first of all, he's been touted as... Not only appear, but now he has been touted as a cult leader, a sexual cult leader, which I didn't really realize that there were differences in cult leaders. Like I said, there's your murderous cult leaders, and then your suicidal cult leaders, and then your just weird, crazy firebombing cult leaders. So now we have the sexual cult leader, and that would be R. Kelly. Uh huh. Mm. But but if you've been listening, what's going on is um, the parents of some girls or one of the girls and kind of, they're his dancers or concubines or whatever, chicks that hang out at his house, um, the parents haven't heard from her, so they went on TV and they've, you know, made a pledge to have her call call them. And she's 21 years old, so she's not like a little kid. You know, amazingly mm-hmm. enough, he has moved up in the realms of age, which is good. Um, so she is of age. and um, But the parents think that, you know, he's brainwashed her, um, got to have her kidnapped and bound or whatever inside of his home. She can't leave. She can't call anybody. She can't talk to anyone. However... Um, she has actually gone on TV herself um, and to say that I'm fine via TMZ, that she said that she is fine, that she is not held against her will, and um, that, you know, she's actually okay, and she wants her parents to back off and to leave him alone and to leave her alone because she's fine. And she also kind of threw out, um, she did kind of a couple of videos. She did the first video, I think it was like yesterday, when she went on TMZ. And she did another video kind of stepping up her game because when she went on the first video, her last name is Savage, which I think is hilarious. No, Jasmine <laughs> Savage. But um, but she the first video she did, she looked kind of, I don't know. People were saying that she looked like she was being coached, and that people, or that maybe he, or him, or someone was in the room with her, telling her what to say and what not to say, all those kinds of things. The second video that she did, that she put out today, she's outside, and it's sun shining, and everything is beautiful, and she looks very fresh, and her nails are done, and she looks great. I mean, she looked fine in the other video; you just could not see her that well. Um, and she's saying, "Look," and she's speaking like, directly to her father to leave R. Kelly alone, that she's okay. And she also makes a statement that her parents know exactly why she's there and they know exactly what's going on and, you know, that she doesn't understand why they are doing this and just basically to back off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of course, R. Kelly is like, hey, I'm not, I'm not keeping anybody in, under hostage. You know, is, nothing like that is happening, and he's he's actually come out to say, "I w- will sue her parents if they don't shut up." <laughs> Basically, so I mean, it's crazy. I mean, wh- I mean, poor R. Kelly, <laughs> right? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, he seems to get caught up in some of the craziest things, and yeah. a, a sex cult. I, I mean, but in all honesty. When when the story came out I mean, half the people probably believed it Well, <laughs>
2: half the yeah I mean, I still believe
1: it more than capable. Yeah, half the people thought he was more than capable Of, of doing something like this Which is It's sad within itself
2: Well, actually um I was listening uh, To a radio show Today And One of the ladies who is not living there anymore, kind of an ex, I guess, girlfriend slash concubine of R. Kelly, kind of says that, yeah, it's kind of true, that she wasn't necessarily held against her will, um, but he did weird things. He was very controlling. He was. Um, he would starve them if, and it's like, he always has like a few women together and he has a couple of houses. he didn't just have one house, but you right. know in different locations or whatever and you know he was she was saying that he would starve them starve them if they didn't do what you know he wanted or and he would also take away the phone he would also say that he doesn't um, allow them to talk about him when he's not present um, he also doesn't allow them really to talk to outside people for many different reasons. But basically, he was very controlling. So it was asked, why, do you, why did you stay? What, what was the lure? What, why did you even go? You know? And she said, well, I went because I fell in love with him. Because when I met him, I just thought, hey, here's a nice guy. We kind of hit it off. And she thought it was going to be a love situation. You know what it reminded me of what she was talking? It reminded me of a pimp. It reminded me of what a pimp does. You know, they make you think that you're entering into a one-on-one relationship, love relationship, and what you're actually entering into is um, being dragged into this kind of a sexual thing where you're one of many, which she said she was. And then after a while, she realized, okay, I think she was there for maybe a couple of years, so it wasn't like just a few weeks or a few months. I mean, she was there a while. These other women, you know, that are there now, have been there a while, whatever. So, to, you know, it, it kind of sounds like the pimp thing, but you know, it also kind of sounds like you know, what, what is it with the, the poly marriages where, yeah. you know, you have one guy and you have several women and he's not marrying these women, so that would be illegal, but he's just, I mean, but can a guy just have several women if he wanted to in his house? I mean, he can afford it. It's not like he can't afford it, you know. So, I mean, I don't know.
0: Right.
2: It's crazy. And um, But then again, but is it illegal? And I really can't find anything illegal about what's happening, except for the fact that if he's kidnapping these women, which apparently he's <laughs> not kidnapping them. So I really don't see any ground for any anything legal. The women are of age. You know, they're not little big kids. They're not 14, 15. They're right. actually you know, of age. So. And just because mom so and dad in the world.
1: doesn't mean they've been taken against their will.
2: Right. And yeah. how many 21-year-olds, if they don't have to, are calling mom every two minutes? I mean, especially if they move out and they're doing their own thing. We don't know what the real situation is with her mm-hmm. and her parents. She alluded to some things that, she, of course, she didn't want to say, but she kind of reminded her dad. She's like, look, you know why I'm not there. <laughs> so, you know, he you take that. He knows apparently what she's talking about. So, But it's crazy. And that's what's going on. That's what's trending. That's the biggest thing that's been trending. It's been trending everywhere. But also, if you want to, you know, find out more that's going on in the celebrity world Just go to getcrystallized.net, where you can read up on poor Aaron Carter, who claims that he's never been drunk, and he's not drunk. His car just needed alignment, and that's why he was swerving, which, you know, I've had that happen, <laughs> so it's not totally you know, untrue. I mean, I can see, and plus there's a couple of viral videos that are out there that's also on my page, so check it out. Back to you, Q. Thank it's you, Raymond. I to get
0: crystallized.
1: You're know, a couple of, a beautiful baby. you a beautiful baby. a One being the, and this is something we may discuss on Zone Coverage tomorrow, but one being the whole Michael Vick, Colin Kaepernick thing, and uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, just long story short, Michael Vick said that Colin Kaepernick, essentially, he insinuated that he needs to rebuild his image, and um, he can start doing so by cutting his hair. Colin Kaepernick has a... Big Afro, which a lot of to a lot of people they may scream that he's some type of black radical or something. But um what did you think about that, Crystal? Because to me, Michael Vick was insinuating as if Colin Kaepernick has done something illegal or wrong and he needs to rebrand his image, I guess, because of that. But um he
2: didn't do anything illegal. Okay. You know, I go back and forth. First of all, I'm not a fan of Michael Dick, number one. Um, So, whatever. Number two, I don't even know why he's even commented on anything. But I, um, regarding him cutting his hair, I really don't think it's his hair that is causing him not to get picked up. Okay? What's causing him not to get picked up is what he did for the last season, which, you know, um, you know, getting down on one knee, the whole thing, causing such controversy and causing angst, you know, with fans and, you know, with the uh, different NFL, I mean, um, not NFL, <laughs> and so he was, I mean, he did all these things, and he caused a lot of controversy, and he, you know, it really ruffled some feathers. So next, come, next time around, when you say, oh, well, do I want to hire you? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> Are you going to do this again? You know, um, so, and... Apparently, and I'm not, I mean, I am a football fan, but, you know, as far as him, the only reason why I even know his name is because of this. I didn't even know his name before. And um, and he wasn't that good, apparently. So it's like if you were Michael Jordan or something, you know, then I could see if he decided, you know, in mid-game or whatever, he wanted to do something like this. Then I'm sure he would be continue in his amazing career because he's good. He's not a you know one hit wonder kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm guess you know the NFL says, hey, look, you know you want to protest? Do you want to do whatever you want to do? Fine, that's great. We understand it. We may even stand up with you or whatever, or sit down with you. But um, as far as screwing up our brand, our corporation, uh, what we're doing out here, our game? No, you're not going to do that. So it, it's unfortunate that he's in this situation, but I really don't think it has anything to do with his hair. But what he was saying, Michael Vick, it's, it's like putting, you know, a Band-Aid, you know, on a gunshot wound. I mean, it, you know, he's Colin is, is bleeding profusely. And I, I don't think he's going to get picked up. If he does, he's not going to be here. You know, he's going to have to go overseas or something. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if he can't. So I just say it was a stupid statement to make. Um, it didn't sound good, especially coming from a black guy, but coming from Michael Vick, you know, who cares? But uh, that's my opinion <laughs> on him being an outside person of the sports arena. Right.
1: I mean, well, first of all, the guy that interviewed Michael Vick um, is by the name of Jason Whitlock. Jason Whitlock has to be the most, one of the most ignorant men I've ever seen in sports, in the world of sports television, really in the world of television, but definitely in sports television, because his views are so extreme. So I'm pretty sure he led Michael Vick into this, into this path, and Mike has since tried to backtrack. Because in a way, I think he was he was wanting to help Colin Kaepernick by saying, hey, you need to do something to try to get past all of this and show that you're a changed guy. So in a way, I think he was trying to help, but he really just didn't have the right approach being a felon who had to definitely change um, his approach to things because, you know, he's actually spent time in jail as opposed to Colin Kaepernick who maybe – just offended, you know, half of the people in the stands. And um, Colin Kaepernick, this is a guy in his second year in the league, made it to the Super Bowl, didn't win it, and since then has had a, you know, mediocre career at best. I think he's going to get another job if someone gets hurt and teams get desperate. But um, he's being blackballed. Do you think the league is wrong for blackballing him Um, simply for making a political statement?
2: Okay, um, as a you know a fan of black people, I guess um <laughs> I would say I would say no. I mean, I would say you know yes, express yourself. You know, um, whether you're black or you're white or whatever, I mean, you know, express yourself, express your views or whatever. But when it comes between you and your paycheck, I mean, in a serious way, <laughs> then. You got a problem. Um, I think maybe if he had done it once, or, you know, and maybe at a a specific game, then it would have been okay for him to move on. They could have been like, okay, yeah, that was kind of kooky and made some headlines to get your point across, you know, whatever. Um, But, and, and what did it really solve? You know, I mean, what has he done since? Has he made any statements about um, Black Lives Matter or, um, you know, gun control or whatever? I mean, has he done anything since then? Um, I I don't know. I mean, he did what?
1: He did did not vote. vote.
2: Exactly, exactly. See, things like that, I mean, it was like a hollow kind of a victory yeah. or play that he was trying to make. And so yeah. it, maybe if he had made some changes um, or if he had done something, you know, beyond that, then maybe, you know, people, even the corporation would say, okay, well, all right. So he did his thing. He did not make a great change. That's a wonderful thing. Um, no big deal. But nothing came of it. It was just like this act of, of you know, You know, kind of a rebellion or something or whatever. I mean, it's like, but what was it all for? Just to get your name out there? I mean, so anyway, yeah, I think he did. um, I think he hurt his own career. And if I was on the other end of it, I would say I'd be one of the ones to say, no, I want him on my team. For what? (laughs) You know? I mean, because, you know, he's not making any headlines on the field. You know, except for making headlines <laughs> on the side You know, so well, well, what good is it? Except for distraction
0: good point. So.
1: good point I think that um I, I really think that He did himself a disservice He should have done like, uh what's his name? Jesse Williams is That the guy from the oh, BG yes. When yes. Jesse made his speech He did the talk show circuit You know, and I think that would have Helped Colin Actually get the message out there Of what he was trying to Because no one talks about why he did it They just only talk about that he did it And right. he did it because of Inequality of You know blacks being Shot proportionally by You know disproportionately Yeah by and all that kind
2: of stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah and I think if he would have <laughs> As many smart people as they are In this country mm-hmm. Why no one can go to him and manage him And tell this guy look Get on TV and state what your cause is and get some people right. on your side. You know, don't right. just take a knee and then, you know, and, and you're not even playing in the game, so it's not like there's people are going to really be rushing to talk to you about anything else. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Yeah, like, what, is, what, what is your purpose? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to do? Right. What do you want to focus on? Um um, I don't know if he even donated any money to anything. I don't know. I can't remember. I he did he? Did. Or was that um Michael Jordan? I can't remember who did that. He did, too. So, you but, know, uh, I mean, yeah. It I didn't, think it the didn't word you didn't follow
1: was the, was, the, was the proper word. I mean, it's, it almost sounded like it was for nothing.
2: You know. Exactly. For nothing. But. So that's what he gets. He gets nothing.
1: Right. Let me segue into this story, um, which is a little bit different, as there was a white woman in Minnesota who was killed by a dark-skinned cop who has a Muslim name, um, a young la- a lady by the name of, well, she's 40 years old, or was 40, by the name of Justine Diamond, um yeah, well, called the police. There's a super name. <laughs> right. Called no, the police sorry. to um to report a fight in an alley behind her house, and when she came out to the police car, she approached the driver's side, the cop known whose name is Mohammed Noor, was on the passenger side, shot through the driver's side door, hit her in the stomach, and killed her. Now, there were no cameras that were on So they don't know why the cameras weren't on And they don't know why she was shot She appeared to be in her pajamas um, Now we have a situation, in Crystal, with a Well, people are going to identify this guy as a black cop He's Somali, American He'll probably identif- be identified as a black cop who shoots a white woman Where do you think the media is going to take this And where do you think this is going to go? Because this guy was identified immediately, first of all
2: yeah well what's interesting about this um what's you know what's what's very interesting uh, i was watch, I was listening to the d o hugoly show today as I do every day um and he spoke a little bit about this and he brought up a point that I thought was interesting i hadn't thought of um number one was the fact that when um you know black people have been shot and you know that immediately the media comes out and, and you know trying to dig up all this dirt about this person, um, the one who was the victim, uh, whether or not they've been, you know, um, criminal or whatever, or in a bad neighborhood, or they were, you know, one following the rules or angry or whatever. Um, so the cop did it because he felt threatened. Um, in this particular thing, um, shooting, you know, uh, Of course, any prayers to her family, I mean, you should be able to call the police um, and get help, Uh, although they did say that she has been one to have called cops before, um, and this wasn't her first time dealing with the police, but um, that doesn't mean that she gets to be shot, though. But in this situation, none of that happened. No one has, you know, dogged her out or whatever, or looked up her background and said all these horrible things about her, you know, trying to persuade people to be on the side of the cop, and um, and that the cop did apologize um, to her family for the incident. So it is quite interesting how it's being portrayed. And, and first of all, he cannot come out and say that she was somehow, she was in a robe for one thing. You know, um, So what could she possibly do To him um, You know even, you know, But it, you know It's not being spun exactly the same way So I, I really don't think that I think what's going to end up happening is yes I think he's going to be um, He's probably going to be the first cop <laughs> That's going to be charged He's going to be the first one that's going to be charged Even though yeah he's not black But he's a man of color So um, And Apparently of a different, you said he's Muslim? I'm a guessing by the name, I don't know the Oh, name um, okay, see, see, you can't do that Okay,
1: anyway, he's a Malian, well, that
2: doesn't mean he's he's a
1: Muslim right, right. or whatever I, I posted on Facebook earlier, I said he had a Muslim sounding name So that's what I wanted to say tonight if I, if I failed to say it, a Muslim sounding name Okay, okay, see Fake news.
2: But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, he um, he did apologize. And I would not, again, I would not be surprised um, if he is one of the first ones who ends up being charged <laughs> for I think crime. We got the crime. where everybody Carolina, else have gotten off.
1: The guy in South Carolina that shot the man in the back, I think he got jail time, but I don't know of any others. But, uh.
2: Did he get jail time? I thought he did. Some, it, it, actually, it wasn't even jail time for the for that. It was jail time for something else. That was. Oh, um, okay. I mean, it was like a um, technicality or something. It was, it, in other words, it wasn't for shooting. Uh, right. The guy. It I mean, but I think, else, So that doesn't even
1: really count. They've already dug up dirt on the cop. They said this is the. No. They, he had three complaints on him already. Um, yeah. One of them has been dismissed and the other two I think are still pending. I don't know if they have anything to do with being rough with anyone or anything or, but Mm -hmm. we know that about him. Um, And I I just think the media is going to do its thing. I I mean, when it comes to dark skinned people, we just do not get the long end of the stick when it comes to the media. I posted something recently about a man Mm -hmm. named Aaron Tucker who saves um saved a car crash victim. Okay. But the headline read by CBS News says ex con skips job interview, takes shirt off his back to save car crash victim. And I'm like, why did they have to mention that he was an ex con? He was just a guy that saves one's life. You know, but it's like it's almost like they're compelled. To say something like we just can't let you think this is just some benevolent black man he's he's overcoming some type of struggle or I don't know so I'm interested on how this this is going to turn out but go ahead
2: well the thing about it is it's always going to be um, it's always going you have to spin it okay number one okay um, you know you have to spin your your um your title of your story um, to get people to go. Oh, what is this about? <laughs> I want to learn yeah. more or wh- whatever. You know, I mean that's just you know speaking as someone you know in the pseudo world of, of journalism. Um, I uh, I mean I do that when I'm on GeekersAlive.net. I you know I spin it. <laughs> I, I mean I, I take it and I'll, I'll I'll put something on there. It's not really click but I just, you know, I look at the story and then I change it into something that's kind of interesting or whatever, or what I get out of it. So that's going to happen. And if people want to hear about. They want to read something interesting. They want to hear about someone. Watching the news, they want to hear the stories that are interesting. They want to hear it in in a gossipy kind of way. That's what gets people to to stay on the channel to listen to the podcast radio show to read the blog or whatever or to go to the site they they do that so they can get the inside scoop story more yeah. about who they who that person is the train wreck It's the train wreck scenario um, we slow down to watch and what it does it, it makes us feel better that that's not us on the side of the road bleeding to death that it's not us You know, these horrible things happen, too. We're safe in our homes or whatever. Uh, So, and you can say, okay, well, yeah, I'm pretty bad, but I'm not that bad. So, okay, my life isn't, I'm okay. And that's why you watch. That's why we watch all this stuff. So it's kind of the same thing. And it's unfortunate, yes. Yeah. But um, that, you know, we have to take actual news and we we won't listen unless, That's what it's about. It's just like good news. There have been many times I've seen, not recently, but I've seen where news stations will take um, an hour. You know how they have the the 4 o'clock news, 12 o'clock in the morning, and all that kind of stuff. And then they'll take maybe like at 5 o'clock for the whole hour. It would be really good local news about good stuff that's happening. That didn't last long. Now it's maybe one story, or it's early in the morning with the cooking show part that's so horrible, and no one watches if they're at work, you know of course uh-huh. so but it's not something that regular that everybody just listens to and they want to hear that's great. it's something great happened, but i want I want the blood sausage, and that's what people tune in for so if you don't have enough of the blood sausage. And we're going to sprinkle a little ketchup on there just to get you looking at it. <laughs> so, it's a
1: adventure. It is, it is, you're right. And it's just it's it's messed up because this guy, Mohammed Noor, um he's going to lose his job. He's going to go to jail. <laughs> I mean, I hate that. This is a, and I don't know if you've seen the lady herself. She's a pretty blonde woman, um, yoga instructor, teaches meditation. Almost
2: Australian Australia. accent, <laughs> um, yeah, from
1: Australia. Getting married yeah. in three weeks.
2: Yeah, about to get married. Yeah.
1: yeah. And um, he, for some reason, shot past his partner and you know threw the door and killed her and yeah they're going to make an example of him he's going to jail <laughs> i mean that's oh, just yeah, i yeah. don't know what his reason was but regardless he's going to jail and this is in the same well, state we're gonna, just,
2: um, yeah we're going to of course it's going to be more to come as as everything unfolds but yeah i I, I, yeah, I don't see anything good happening out of it. Not that anything good should happen out of it. Actually, I mean, if everything is true, she they was should. obviously outside of the. She was obviously outside of the car. Um, even if she was ranting and raving or calling them names, she was still, you know, just she was a, a person who called the cops to, get to seek help for someone else or whatever. And she ends up getting shot, maybe because she felt you're not doing enough. Who knows? You know, yeah. um, some people don't interact with cops very well. Uh, you know, um, yes. they they tend to forget the fact that you, you're supposed to act a certain way or whatever. And, she, you know, she got really angry, apparently, or whatever she was doing. Um Maybe she didn't go back into the house. Like, you know, I could see the scenario of them saying, Mm -hmm. okay, thank you, ma'am. Can you please go back in the house? We'll, you know, whatever. And she probably just kept talking. And he may even spin it to say, or maybe this happened, where he um, was trying to get her to go back in the house by showing his gun, (laughs) and it went off, and now she's dead. I mean, I don't know. You know, so either way she should not be dead. Uh, Either way, you know, the um, others who have been shot by police in the last few years, none of them should be dead. Um, Right. So, but they are, and it's all still by the hands of a cop who took things too far, too fast, and I don't know what they are not teaching them, or they're not listening to, or maybe the whole... Ethics and morals thing about how you should perform is just a classroom thing <laughs> I don't know you know maybe it's not a actual let's follow this is what you should be doing this is how you should be reacting. I don't know, I don't know, maybe it's the fact that maybe being a cop attracts a certain type of person i you know I don't know i don't know I don't know what the common denominator is for some of these cops, and maybe it's simply. They don't take the bad ones off. They don't yeah. fire them. They don't get rid of them. You know, that yeah. I don't
1: know. I agree. And I think, um, you know, this is the same state. Fernando um, Castile was shot and his shooter just got off. Um, and don't get me wrong. I am completely sympathetic with this lady and her family and her fiancé. Um, This never should have happened. This never should have happened. But this Muhammad Noor guy, I want everyone to pay attention. He's going to turn into a 2017 O.J. Simpson where everyone knows he's supposed to go to jail. Everyone knows Mm -hmm. that he deserves to go to jail. But people are going to watch and see how he's treated and compared to other people in that same position who have been white. And they expect him to get off. If this guy gets you know,
0: off,
1: you Yeah, you know, if this guy gets off, you're going to see white people, I mean black people, celebrating. You know, which is is you know not morally I right hope because
0: they lost that would life. Be horrible.
1: Yeah, but it, you know, but you're going to see, you know, uh, and then you know we have to wait and see his his partner that was in the car that was driving the car. Is he going to do like the other cops and not snitch? Because cops don't snitch on each other, right? But because this guy is not a white cop, are we going to see a cop snitch for the first time? I mean, believe me, black people are paying attention to this case closer than any other case. Okay. To see how things turn turn out and, you know, this guy, if he gets away with it, I don't know what that means. If that means that, that, you know, we can't say anything. Well, if he gets away with it, then maybe I should go apply for the police department, because that's the only place I feel protected. But but if he goes to jail, oh, man, there are going to be people protesting on his behalf, even though he may actually deserve to be there. So we'll keep an eye on this one. Oh, yeah, whether
2: we like it or not. I know.
1: Three, four, seven, two, zero, two, zero, two, one, five is the number on the talk to Q radio show. Um, I mean, for those who maybe haven't listened to the show very long, I grew up in Mississippi, so I've dealt with the Southern sun all of my life and I normally don't have any problem with 95 plus degree temperatures. You know, back in the day I had youth on my side. Plus that was the time of the year you saw more skin on women. So you kind of dealt with it that way as well. Um, I've never lived long-term in a northern city, but I've dealt with a blizzard or two, you know, for a few days, and winter can be very (laughs) unpleasant if you um, live towards the top of the United States. You can be trapped on the road or even inside your home for days at a time due to extreme cold. So, tonight, just wanted to discuss a few things because it's been a really, temperature-wise, it hasn't been as hot of a summer as we've had before, but... When you factor in that heat index, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but when you factor that in, it's been extremely hot down here. I mean, walking out of your house in Mississippi is the equivalent of walking under a wet tongue. It's just this heavy, thick, moist thing. It's always like it's weighing down on you. Um, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, Can't and even so breathe. Well, let me ask you, Crystal, because I know you've experienced both the hot and the cold. Um, yep. Do you enjoy summertime at all? I mean, being a person from New York, living in Michigan now, do you enjoy summer at all when it comes to the South, um, your travels? Oh,
2: when it comes to the, being in the South?
0: Yeah. Oh, hell no.
2: And that's one of the reasons why I don't live there. one of the many reasons. But, um, yeah, I don't like um, the humidity, uh, so I probably wouldn't enjoy Florida either. Except for a vacation or something, but yeah, I don't like humidity. I don't like bugs. <laughs> I don't like mosquitoes. Even though we have mosquitoes up here, but they're nowhere near are like, you know, punk Stay mosquitoes. Birds. <laughs> right? They're not exactly. But yeah, these the mosquitoes down south. Oh my god! I mean, if, it's just horrible. If you don't have the spray or something, you would just literally die. And I remember days when we were down south, it just you literally didn't go outside until the sun was, you know, coming down. Um, it was horrible. I mean, you, and you couldn't breathe. Was, you know, all the humidity was just so hot. <laughs> I mean, it's not just the heat. I lived in Nevada. It's a dry heat. A hundred degrees. It's because it's different. It's a more comfortable heat uh-huh. because you're not sweating all over the place. I and mean, of course, you sweat naturally, but sweat on top of the humidity, which pours, you know, moistureed is in the air. I mean, yeah, it's just horrible. So, and forget your hair. Ugh, forget about it. You know, <laughs> makeup. Yeah, don't even put any on. You know, just, what for? So anyway, yeah. So no, I, I, I did not like it. Um, and when I came to Michigan and experienced my first summer, quote-unquote, in Michigan, and, well, I, well for actually my first summer um, I had spent in Seattle, that was different from the South, except for New York, but I was mainly in the South during the summer time. And um, when I went to Seattle and spent the summer there uh, in my 18th year, around in there, 18, 19, whatever, um, mm-hmm. year, and I, first of all, it rains most of the time there. And yeah. it was it's overcast. So that was kind of horrible. That was kind of horrible. But in Michigan in the northern states, you get a very mild summer. I mean, yeah, we get up into like now we're in the 80s uh, in the daytime and stuff like that. Um, sometimes I creep up into the 90s and it's so hilarious. The Michiganders they're like, oh my God, it's so hot. I like, <laughs> like, this isn't <laughs> hot. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's so hilarious. But anyway, yeah, it's, it's cooler um, in, the, in the evening. Most of the time you may need a jacket just in case. <laughs> you know, kind of a thing, Uh, but I've gotten used to that, and I quite enjoy it, as opposed to the summers in Mississippi, (laughs) Tennessee, where I was, and and all that, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. it's,
2: I mean, the upside is that,
1: you know, we, people like to swim, and it's great to swim, When the weather is hot, I guess it's kind of refreshing, even though you may wind up with a little sunburn. A lot of outdoor activities. And uh, normally extreme summers mean that um, you have not-so-extreme warm weather for longer as opposed to up north. But are there recreational things that can be done in wintertime in the cold? I mean, I know about maybe skiing or ice skating, but... uh, and Any other recreational things that can be done up north
2: in on the winter, yeah, I mean, yeah ice mean, skate um ski, of course, uh there are indoor adventure parks, so you can go indoors and swim <laughs> they still have that um uh there's plenty of things that people do they still it's so when you're more used to the cold um you get out anyway. It's not that big of a deal. Um, you know, you still do everything you do during the rest of the year. Uh, it's cold. It's tough when it starts snowing, but it's no big deal because you, you're used to it. You're used to the the coldness. So um, you still enjoy the parks. You can still enjoy, you know, different things that people do. Of course, during the winter you have your holidays, so, you know, there's all of that. And that's one thing I do like about the northern states. Um, Michigan especially uh, Have uh, in Indiana Chicago uh, Illinois rather They have um, Ohio Add them in there They have the uh, Colors on the trees You get the all the seasons So in the summer You have summer And then you have fall You have the beautiful You know The fall uh, Colors on the trees And the winter You have the, of course The snow and the ice um, As far as You know Just the beauty of it Of all of that And then you have springtime which is my favorite time of year, and you really get to experience it because you had such a horrible winter, so you're really <laughs> excited about <laughs> the fall <laughs> so you so you get to experience all all of it so, but yeah there's stuff, there's plenty of things to do people people do it you know because you're used to,
1: it. I guess because I don't live there That's when you say that you know when you're used to it, I guess you just do it anyway year round. I mean, I would stop going the mall in September. I, I would just shut it down about
2: September 30th if I had to move No, the no way. Going. No way. That's when you get I'm the way your coats and your fur and your Mm-mm. leather and your, all of that. You get the you know, your boots. No. I'm, I'm ordering uh, my groceries
1: through Amazon through Amazon Pantry and for the next <laughs> six, no, seven no. months. Oh no, no. All right, so if, no. if, I moved up north, if I moved up north, what could I do to make my life comfortable? Because, you know, I have a cousin who moved from Minnesota, I mean, from Michigan to Minnesota. I'm not Michigan, from Mississippi to Minnesota. And the first snow they had, he thought someone stole his car, you know, because he couldn't find his car.
2: Yeah. And, I, and again, yeah, there are certain states that are much worse than Michigan. I mean, even New York, upstate New York. Know, buffalo all that even sometimes in the city in new york it gets really bad i mean i had most of my blizzard times in winter was when i was living in new york i mean a <laughs> and that was a that was also a very normal thing and so you know, i remember many days walking through a blizzard to get to wherever i was going to get because it's just it's just snow you'll be all right you know just get through it <laughs> but um the uh, there's some other cities that are really really bad, so so this you know Michigan is not as quite as bad as that. I mean, it's for if you're like almost in Canada somewhere or in the Upper Peninsula, maybe you'll get some stuff. And then in Chicago, they got that lake effect smell. Forget about it. That's bad. So, so that's you know it just depends on where you are in the north. But uh, but yeah, you have to shovel. But I remember uh, you know in the winter I do. I don't have to do that now because I, I moved to an apartment because I got tired of shoveling. But, um, yeah, you know, I remember shoveling out my, my driveway, shoveling out my car because it wasn't there anymore. It was under a mound of snow, and that was annoying. And then, you know, just maneuvering, driving, horrible. <laughs> you know, you got go to know how to drive. Um, Having a truck is a good idea, <laughs> or SUV or something, something that's a little higher off the ground than a car would be good. Yeah. Um, so but yeah those are things that you have to to you know to know about. But um, I yeah. I have a kind of cousin of big of a Minneapolis. deal once you get
1: used to it. Yes, I have a cousin in Minneapolis he used to have a Jeep Grand Cherokee and uh, with a with a bush guard on the front and he used that thing like a snow plow. He would park anywhere. <laughs> you know, but it was very convenient yeah, to have. You gotta a, know how to work it. Yeah, yeah to have an SUV. So, yeah.
2: let me go to the eight
1: five zero area
0: code.
1: Emerald Coastline, of Pensacola, Florida. So welcome on the man in black making his way to the ring. Buck, what's going on, man?
0: What up? What up? How's everybody doing this evening? Doing well, sir. Hello. Hello. And
1: Buck. Crystal decides she finally wants to move down south, right? Let's hypothetically. Right. That's not real. That's what's up. We know that it's you not real. Down here.
2: He's lying. What
1: is something <laughs> she needs to consider before moving from a cold weather state
0: to a hot weather state? Well, it depends on which hot weather state she's moving to. Now, if she comes, to, she's if moving she comes to Florida, this, if she's coming to Florida, You better be rather, I mean, I'm quite, it's humid up there because I'm I'm familiar a little bit with that area up that way because I got family up there and plus my girlfriend's up there right now in Oshkosh. Um, It's a damp cold up there, but it's a different type of damp cold. Um, And they have a lake, Oshkosh is near uh, Fox River and there's a lake there, I get Lake Winnebago, and they get lake effect snow there. But if you're coming down south, um, the humidity you got to prepare for um, because – and it's pretty much warm year-round here, um, especially this past winter. It did not get – we only had four days of freezing weather. That's it. And that's very rare for this this area because a few years ago, we actually got an inch or two of snow, and you thought we had 10 inches because nobody could drive on it. But, um,
2: <laughs> hilarious. It, was, it was
0: hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. When these folks lost their damn minds, when they, when we had an two of snow, my boss called me and said, don't drive nowhere. Cause I had two, two of the company cars over there. And I said, you ain't got to worry about it. I can drive on it. But the only reason they, he called and told me because one of the guys actually wrecked one of the cars, but, um, the humidity, you got to be prepared for it. If you come to Florida, um, now, there is a breeze in the evening time, depending on what part of Florida you move to. Um, Carl, you got a warm breeze in the evening um, coming off the Gulf. Um, now, if you move to Tallahassee, which I don't, I mean, it's the capital, but I don't really condone Tallahassee as far as you're moving there, there's not going to be much of a breeze because you're pretty good ways from you
2: well, Now, is Tallahassee, there. is that in the middle or is that um, closer to the
0: it's in the middle, it's kinda of, it's in the panhandle still, but it's in the, it's probably the furthest away from the water. Um Okay. Out of out of the major cities. Jacksonville would be the next after that. I love Jacksonville. I absolutely love Jacksonville. Jacksonville's awesome. Um if if I had to move somewhere else in Florida, Jacksonville would probably be the place I moved to. Um very nice in Jacksonville. But um the humidity, you also have to, you got to prepare for hurricanes. We have not had one since Ivan, thank God. And since the jet, jet streams are up there above the UP, um, you know, we don't have to, right now, I don't think we're going to have to worry about it. But really, we'll know more about hurricane season. If we can get through August and the first part of September, We I think we'll be fine. Um but yeah what you you to you are gonna um, have to gonna have, have a hurricane season? Uh, uh, hurricane november. season June first of November the end of november um oh, okay. you will have to you will have to have a hurricane kit a hurricane preparedness kit um i would greatly suggest that so you have you a couple of small things of propane um a camp stove a grill, and I would have both charcoal and gas um i would invest in a generator of some sort a house generator if you buy a house but if you don't buy one you rent one at least get a portable generator um it will save you a lot of headache and i would actually also have a portable air conditioner um that will come in handy because it takes them a long freaking time to get the power back on when you have a hurricane so certain things like that i would prepare for i wouldn't i wouldn't let that be a you know a discouragement because you know, I would say this, don't sit there and watch the Weather Channel. Um, if you watch the Weather Channel when a hurricane comes, it's almost like you're drawing it to you. Um, just check <laughs> on it, you know, just just check every once in a while. And just, you know, just to kind of keep yourself aware. Um, I would invest in some hurricane shutters or wood or whatever you want, if you buy a house, rent a house, whatever. You know, th- just those types of things that you can be prepared for. But we hadn't had one since two thousand and four. And a tropical storm really is not too scary, even if it's a hundred and ten mile an hour wind. Um, you know, if it's just a rain event. You'll learn those things once you come down here. Um which side of the storm's bad, which side of the storm's good, what you know, how much water you need to have, those type of yeah. things. But this is worse you know, than a storm. storm.
2: I think it, that's it is not worse really, than a
0: snowstorm. At least really snow is nice and
2: quiet.
0: If you think about it, I mean it's really not that bad, but if you I mean if you have if you prepared the year before and you don't have to use any of it, then the next year you already have it, so you don't even have to buy anything new. Um you can have a few extra gas cans if you have a gas powered generator or whatnot. Um
2: you just, well, had, you just need now. an extra house, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, you know, you, some well, of the things that me, you're saying is me. very similar to what we go through in the winter with the generators. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Heat, yeah. you know, and sometimes yeah. with also with um, uh, tornadoes, but we don't have that many tornadoes up here, but we do have them. So, and that's a little lately, scary though. to me. Boston, right? See, I don't like tornadoes, and I dealt with I don't that even. when I in Tennessee, and that's the worst, the Ooh, worst. But you yeah, know what's totally. different between Michigan and Tennessee is that Tennessee rarely has basements. We have basements. Yes. And so we can go into the basement mm-hmm. and just chill, and the house can blow over us. So we don't care. But yeah, um, okay. in Tennessee, there's no freaking basements. I never understood. I'm sure there's a reason, but I don't know why. Yeah, the ground shifts. Tennessee,
0: Um, Mississippi, Alabama, they all should have basements, but yeah, the ground does shift. Um, But I know in Alabama, and I know in some parts of Mississippi, they have those ones that are kind of like out in the Midwest where they have them built into the ground or whatnot. Um, But uh, it's, it's just Basic stuff. I mean, it's not like you got to go out and buy this shit every single year. Um, yeah. They tell you they tell you on the, you know, weather channel, whatnot, how much you got to have. If you have like two people in the house, then you need to have at least a week, week's worth of water, which yeah. is roughly. Well, let
1: me two. add a few other things.
0: Three dollars. Uh, uh, Three dollars.
1: Let me add a few other things not related to, to hurricanes or, or anything. Um, mm-hmm crystal, you will have insects and or animals that um, will try to kill you. Um, Oh, (laughs) hell yeah. Yeah. So you have um, mosquitoes that, you know, carry West Nile viruses and things of that nature. Um, You have bees and wasps
0: (laughs) and hornets,
1: things that can sting you, and if you're allergic, you can die. Um, There's spiders that are poisonous, snakes, um, Uh
0: Uh
1: and then, you know, If you venture too far to the water, you have the occasional alligator. Um, occasional water moccasin. So um, yeah. certain parts of the well, south, like Louisiana, and even now in southwest Mississippi and approaching central Mississippi, there are um, bears, black bears, are becoming okay, more okay. prevalent. Bears so, um, here, too.
0: There are,
1: there, there are some things that can take your life, aside from the weather. <laughs> They can I'll fuck your life
2: up if don't take it. Who can take my life? Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> well, depending on what part of Florida you go, there's other things you gotta think about. Sinkholes. Um, due to the fact okay. that we've had a lot of rain here, um there's a Why down do you live
2: there? I'd rather live in California and deal with earthquakes.
0: Yeah, sinkholes. I mean, um, they had a real bad sinkhole problem down in Tampa here over the weekend. Um it's it's yeah, heard, swallowed up to three homes. Yeah. So um, yeah. sinkhole, And when you get down When you get past Orlando You really got to start thinking about snakes They're really not supposed to be over here um, And I'm talking about big ones Like rock pythons So um, especially down to Everglades But they they've actually right at north And that's mainly because of Fools buy the snakes The snakes get too big
1: yep. They let them go the Everglades And now they've been
0: breeding Yeah oh,
2: An anaconda movie yeah you know
0: I mean you gotta be careful between, be careful I mean, I'm talking about twenty footers I ain't talking about these little five or six foot six footers I'm talking about twenty footers if you go that far south but um just i mean but for the most part, you can't live in here, can't be scared or anything you know you just use common knowledge of what what you need to prepare for um
2: yeah, like so, a plane and, ticket yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you so coming down,
2: you coming to the south, and I'm trying to get to the north. <laughs> funny. I'm not coming that's, to the south. He was just tripping. <laughs> I, am, I am very fine right where I am. That's um, actually, that's a, if ice ice in a warm If I went anywhere, it would be state. wet. That's life in
1: a warm, warm up up. state. But by the same token, um, I mean, when it does get cold here, I, I mean, what frustrates me. Is that, you know, we get a lot of ice We don't get too much snow, but we get a lot of ice Because it just, things get a little messy We get a lot of sleet. But what yeah, frustrates I, me I, is that People will go to The grocery stores and buy up All the bottled water As if they're going to be trapped in their house for weeks Knowing that this ice yeah. Is going to melt the next day I do not understand that That frustrates me to no end <laughs> They buy up all the water
0: They buy up all the bread yeah and 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 down here, my ex wife was notorious for this fucking shit. She up all the fucking beer when ivan came
2: hey um, now, hey, but the beer that's, came that's in I can't say this the beer
0: did come in handy, and I'll tell you about that in a minute but um mm-hmm. my my ex wife is notorious for drinking natural light, which i wouldn't even I wouldn't even batter shrimp and beer batter my shrimp in natural light' there's nothing but flavored water. But down here, it's actually pretty strong. But anyway, she went and bought, I'm buying Gatorade and water and all the essentials. She buys $67 of beer. And I looked at her, I'm buying the Gatorade and everything for the kids and water. And I said, why the fuck are you buying all this beer? We need gas and ice. And I said, said, you didn't even think about the ice. I said, you can't keep the shit cold. I said, why the fuck are you buying all this beer? I mean, she bought sixty-seven dollars worth of beer. Now I'm like, oh shit, this is, this woman here lost her damn mind. However, when the power however crew came now you through, have beer. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't gonna do no good when you're cutting out a bunch of trees because you get dehydrated. But the good thing, yeah. the beer did come in handy when the power crews came through. Our um, electrical box was actually parallel to the ground, and she actually gave them two twelve packs. And they had reattached my box to the side of the house and turned the power on, even though they weren't supposed to do it. So that, you know, in hindsight, the beer did come in handy because <laughs> the power crews took the two cans of beer. Same uh um, Think ahead. Yeah, but um, yeah, they buy up the beer too. So if you if you like the drink, you better get you some better get you some spirits because the ice, the bread, the water, and the beer are all going. And there ain't gonna be none for at least twenty-five or thirty miles. <laughs> you better make sure you get there. Which makes no sense.
2: This is sounding and got... more and more enticing.
0: <laughs> so the thing about the thing about but, the storms, I'm gonna take it back to I'm gonna take it back to Hurricane real briefly. When we moved here really in '98, exactly. yeah, when we moved here in '98, we had three tropical storms and Hurricane George. Okay, Hurricane George skirted the Gulf Coast, went all the way down to Appalachia Coast and come back through and went to Texas. All it was was a huge rain event. So, But it was still 110-mile-an-hour winds, and everybody was outside partying, getting fucked up and all that. So I'm going, like, this is a hurricane? You know, we put tape on the windows. You're not supposed to do that, but you're supposed to board them up. And I'm going, like, if this is a hurricane, we prepared. So we got lulled to sleep, especially with us being newcomers here. But when Ivan came through here, you know, we boarded up and everything. But at the same time, we thought it was passing us, and it ended up coming, it passed us and came back and hit us and smeared right down in the ass. So you got to be prepared. You can't be low to sleep if you have a tropical depression come through or a Category 1 storm and then think the next one's going to be the same thing because it's not because, you know, any time a storm gets in the Gulf, all bets are off. Uh, yeah yeah! And, and let me ask you all this,
1: um, just quick yes or no question, I guess. If your home, God forbid, was destroyed by a storm, uh, by a hurricane, you know, if you lived on on the coastal area, would you rebuild mm-hmm. or would you say, you know what, that's that's my one
0: time, I'm out of here. You have to. You really have to. Whatever house you buy, you have to make sure you have all coverage. Now, just because you have hurricane coverage, I mean, let's say you have all it, coverage. Well, it depends on how much damage you have. I mean,
1: I mean, it's destroyed. On,
0: if it's destroyed, I mean, do you? I mean, if the insurance company covers it, and you rebuild, you rebuild. If not, then you move on.
2: I mean, so you're asking whether or not you would stay. If they said they'll right you, would to return, seek another place to live yeah, away if from. If they they you know, were right for the value of the
1: house, would you stay or would you say you know what that's it? I'd
0: probably stay. I mean, I've been down here 19 years, so I mean, I'd probably stay. But you know, that would that would depend on some factors. You'd have to, you know, if your job's still doing good or whatnot, and you just buy another house, okay, you stay. Um, if your job got destroyed or some shit like that, and you don't have any ties and you don't have any family or anything like that, here, then you go ahead and move forward, you know, and go somewhere else. I mean, you would have to factor those types of things in, you know. Um, you have to really be careful to what kind of insurance you have because you got if you just have hurricane insurance, that covers everything, but you got to have flood, flood wind, fire, and all that other shit. So you got to make sure you got the yeah, right insurance to rip off.
2: Okay, um, okay. To actually answer your question that you were asking, no, I would leave. First of all, I would not. um, I probably wouldn't move there because I would know all this already. I probably Uh if I moved on the East Coast, it wouldn't be that down, further down south. It would be more, you know, towards New England areas. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, because I, I like a cooler climate and a more stable kind of climate than than hurricanes and bugs. So that's, I mean, but, you know, let's say I had a vacation home and I happened to have been there in the wrong month, (laughs) then I would adjust my vacations and I wouldn't, I would pay very much attention to what's happening in the Gulf and uh, beyond, you know, the Weather Channel and all kinds of stuff. And making sure that when I plan my vacation, I'm not going to be there when all this crap is happening. And as soon as I, any wind comes along, I'm back on the plane and I'm out of there. So, because I don't want to deal with that, I don't like storms. I'm, I'm very bad with storms, especially rainstorms. That's just a hint from tornadoes and I think anything beyond a tornado. Which is very bad for me anyway, but beyond a tornado I can't I couldn't do a hurricane. I have, I can't live there. I can't can't do it. Even I don't understand if you can get through what? You have months of this? I mean major storms. These are not just rainstorms, major storms. And then what? The rest of the year it's beautiful all the time? Is that is that the trade off? No, well, the trade off
0: is this. The trade off the trade off is this. I mean, it's been 2004. The last time we had a major hurricane here, we we did get a little taste of uh, the one that went through Louisiana. Um, but I mean, in all honesty, ninety five ninety percent of the time, or ninety five percent of the time, we don't have storm. You know, we don't have hurricanes. So, I mean, we hadn't had one since 2004. So, you know, it's 2017. So I mean, you have to really, you, like I said, so you can't really live in fear. <laughs> I wouldn't say. Shut the hell Don't 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 waste the shit on me, David. Now, no, I'm just say, saying. You, know, you said
2: not till 2004. So it sounds like you know but, um, something's happening I mean, in the next year or two.
0: No, it's just you know, I just think good Lord, we hadn't had any. Um, but at the same time, I mean, you really can't you really can't live in fear. I mean, yeah, we are we're concerned. You know, we had a little tropical storm earlier this year. But it was just a rain event, you know, and you really needed the rain anyway. So um, you don't think about it until, you know, you see one you see one get kind of close and get in the Gulf and whatnot. You kind of think about it. But you don't think about just the Florida area. You think about everybody along the Gulf Coast. You think about Mississippi, Louisiana, and Texas. Um, just because it missed us, we don't want anybody else to get it, get it either. Um, so, but it's just part of it. I mean, if you – I, I've grown up with it. I mean, even in Mississippi, I mean, you get the remnants of the storm coming through there. So.
2: Right. Yeah. I can't live on the, the Gulf. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. So it's not a big deal, but, you know, just part of life. You, know, you, worry about it. you just prepare for it and move forward. Pretty much. All right. All right.
1: Uh, um,. Get ready to wrap things up. I I mean, to me, I guess it boils down to what you grew up in. I mean, if you grew up in the south, you're probably cool with the extreme heat. You grew up up north, you're probably cool with the extreme cold. Um, I mean, I enjoy southern weather. I enjoy the fact that, you know, pretty much nine months out of the year, you know, at worst-case scenario, I may have to wear a light jacket nine months of the year, at worst-case scenario. But, um, I, and then, you know, I do enjoy get to seeing this, the seasons change, too. I mean, even though we're extremely hot, we do have a winter. It just doesn't last that long, and it's usually not that cold. Like, like Buck said, you may only have a few days under freezing. Like last year, you know, here in Jackson, we may have had, You know, 10 days to two weeks Actually under 32 degrees I don't recall, but I don't think it was that many So I mean, that's what you have to deal with But, um, let's see Tomorrow Zone coverage 9 p.m. Eastern We'll talk about whatever's going on in the news And next Tuesday we'll be back 9 p.m. Eastern And we're going to discuss sex Let's talk about sex returns um, I'm trying to find some new guests, but I haven't as of yet, so I'll let you know if there's someone who I think fits the bill for that show. I think it's going to be, which one, 17? 16 or mm-hmm. 17, I, I forget. So that will be next week, and we'll have some interesting angles towards the discussion of sex. We'll go ahead and get our final thoughts. Brought to you by SFX Valley. Catch them on YouTube. And Crystal, I'll start with you.
2: Okay. Well, um, interesting show and talking about a lot of different topics. Um, Basically, uh, when it comes to weather and, and where you live and everything, I do agree that a lot of times it has to do with what you're used to or what you grew up in. But it could be, you know, you could have grown up in a certain area and then you you hated it for whatever reason all your life and so you decided you gotta get out of here. Um uh-huh. for me the best climates uh, I've been to most of the states. The best climates for me is of course Michigan is a is a great climate. Um but also I did like the west coast. Um I liked uh Nevada, I like the desert and um I like the beach uh kind of the west coast beaches. I like that. Um I don't like the earthquakes <laughs> and uh the mudslides and the traffic of Southern California. Um, except for San Diego, it's pretty nice, or right up the coast it's nice. But but that's another place I would I would consider moving to. Uh, because of the warm weather and even though mainly what they get is a lot of forest fires or fires out there, but um, I still like not just the weather, but I like the weather of the people. <laughs> the um, temperaments are a lot more casual in uh, on the West Coast than it is. And it's actually true. The East Coast is just a different vibe uh-huh. um, and where I've gotten my glorious personality from. Um from the east coast and but i do I did like it when I lived out there. I felt different, you know, I felt freer, you know or something like that, so I may retire out there uh but meanwhile, I do like uh, the as I was saying earlier, the many different seasons um it's it's really beautiful um in this area and a lot of the other states around just you know America's a great place to Really, vacation. People, you know, if you haven't been around the states, you know, instead of thinking about going overseas and dealing with the airports, and all that kind of stuff, and you know, you should really just take a drive around, you know, the state. I mean, drive it, you know, because that's the best way to experience it, if you can, um, because it's um, it's really a beautiful country. It really is in so many different areas, so many different people and it's it's almost like going to a different country each time you go to a different state you know uh, the people are different they have their own traditions their own everything you know you can just ignore the bullshit and just enjoy what you know this country has to offer it really has a lot to offer you know, when it comes to differing personalities and people weather whatever so I think we're lucky in that respect um, to be. Uh, In America, despite all the other stuff, you know, uh, if you can get over that, you know, and enjoy your vacation, you probably would do well. You know, we have some great cities and great country that a lot of times people don't get to see. So, um, but, yeah, a really good show. I'm glad Buck uh, came in uh, towards the end, and um, I look forward to next time.
1: All right. Thank you very much, Mayor. And Buck, your final thoughts.
0: Yeah, glad I was able to get in on the show. I had to take care of some things earlier, but um, you know, I've had a um pretty good um journey through a few of these states in our in our great country as well. Um, I like up north. The snow doesn't really bother me. I mean, yeah, it was eight degrees one time when I went up there and windshield was negative five, but um all in all, it was actually pretty cool. I wasn't cold. I'm not a cold nature person anyway. I'm usually hot even if it is that, you know, those temperatures. So it, it really didn't bother me. Shoveling snow didn't bother me. Um, I'm comfortable whether I'm up north, down south, east, or west. It, it really doesn't matter. So, you know, really what matters to me is where I can make most money. So that's really, you know, really what I kind of taking you know, take into consideration where you can make the best money. So, and that will dictate where I live. You know, I'm not going to worry about weather, but if there was a least place I'd probably want to be is probably, you know, um, northern Texas, Oklahoma area, north, south of Dakota, you know, that, you know, Nebraska, that kind of area because of the freaking tornadoes. I can deal with the hurricanes because tornadoes come off of that. That's not a big issue. Um, You know, mudslides and all that kind of stuff, you can probably deal with that too. Earthquakes. But the tornadoes, I mean, we grew up with them in Mississippi, but at the same time, they're a little bit different out in the Midwest. So they cover a whole lot of ground, and they stay on the ground a whole lot longer than they do in other areas. So but all in all, depending on no matter where you decide to live in this country, it's good to kind of drive. It is. It really is good vacation right here in, the, in our own country, versus going overseas. I mean, there's all there's cool spots all over the world, but kind of venture out in the United States and drive. Don't fly. Drive and enjoy, or take a train if you can, and uh, get to experience that way. But in any decision that you make, yeah, I like to make, do that. Yeah, um, any decision that you make. As far as where you live, there's going to be certain pros and cons that you got to take into consideration anywhere you go. But just live life. Don't live in fear, regardless of what the conditions may be in that particular area. Glad I got a chance to get on this show. And looking forward to the sports show tomorrow and next week as well.
1: All right. Thank you very much, sir And thank you very much, ma'am I appreciate you all taking the time To join the show tonight You all can hear Other episodes of the show um, At talkthecube.com. I would advise uh, new listeners To check out um, A show has Society Outgrown Morals A show that was released last week on July the 11th, has been doing pretty well in the ratings, so see what the hype is about. Episode number 709, Has Society Outgrown Morals? Be sure to check that out. And um, you can also sign up for the email newsletter at talk2q.com. That way you can get an email. Um, every time a show airs, let you know when it's going to air, what we're discussing, and all that good stuff. Whenever there's a pop-up podcast. So keep up with that and learn more about the show. So everyone have a good evening. We'll talk sports tomorrow, and we'll be back next week to talk about sex. And uh, got some juicy for you, no pun intended. <laughs> everyone have a great night. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World?
0: almost like posting a blog, except I'm going it live. Carla, go ahead.
2: Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant. <laughs> you want to be my blog lover.
1: My name is Quincy, the talk to q radio show.
2: But
1: I do believe that the love for money and power most of the times outweighs their love for women. And this is my show. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying too. I think I doing a lot of shows. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World?